1: This the best Celtics podcast day to day I get excited about it every night about it. A real Seas fan wouldn't want to live their life without it Banner 18 in the making, we gotta make it Best squad in the East and still we can't get complacent Most winning franchise, so the history's ancient You could tell them other guys are going plan a vacation Yeah, Corrales, Packard, and J. King Locked on, trying to get the 18th ring The most in-depth coverage that you ever gonna hear Well-respected in a city like Russell's career It's Rain and Jay's.
0: Welcome back. This is the Lockdown Celtics podcast, and we want to thank you for making us part of your almost daily routine. We didn't do a Thursday show. We're doing a Friday show, though. We're at Summer League. They had a day off yesterday, so we took the day off, too. Uh, we're the Rain Jays. I am John Corrales. I cover the team for Mass Live. I am joined by Jay King, the kid from The Athletic. Celtics just wrapping up a four game quote unquote regular season at Summer League. Now they're going off to pool play a weekend tournament where they are the top seed Jay top seed. Finally, the Celtics are living up to their expectations. Summer League basketball electricity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, uh, This is, this is a fun team though. These guys are fun Uh, and they're out there. They're, They're just, they're, for what summer league is, they are they are good. They've got a lot of good players. Carson Edwards, they Tremont, do, yeah. Carson Edwards, Tremont <laughs> Waters, Grant, uh, Robert Williams. I mean, um, they're they're all doing uh, very very well. So and it uh,
1: doesn't just stop at the draft picks either. It's like Onuaku's <laughs> made a lot of the plays, and Max Struess, however the hell you say his last name, got buckets today, and. Javante Green seems to dunk every time he touches a ball. That
0: kid can fly.
1: <laughs> so, it's like, damn, this this team's got a squad out here.
0: Yeah, um,
1: but but it, a lot of it starts with the draft picks, and they've they've all I think played really really well during summer league and done a lot of things that that are, have been promising uh, for their chances of making an impact one day at the NBA level.
0: Let's just dive into the draft picks here and and now get our sense because we did a podcast after one game now we've seen four games and i think the trends have continued for all four so let's start with uh grant williams he's the highest pick that's playing 21 points in this game against the grizzlies to wrap up that first part of their schedule uh seven rebounds the most impressive thing here is he was four or five from three it's been an inconsistent shot because he's working with it, but we've seen the same thing over and over again. Uh, Grant Williams will get you, he'll do the things you need to win. He's a plus minus God and he will, he, he's figuring out his three point shooting. And I feel like he has displayed enough. I feel comfortable in thinking that he has a, a chance to contribute to this team right away this season.
1: What's really interesting about him is that he is completely changing his game from the way he played in college. <laughs> in Tennessee, it was like run off and through him, dump it down to him. Now he's totally just a supportive player, and he's shooting threes. I would imagine that he didn't hit four threes in any game last year in college. He only hit a total of point four per game <laughs> which is not a lot of three-pointers he had 15 all season his sophomore year two years ago he had three all season and he had four tonight so he's expanding his game he's doing totally new things and he's doing a really good job of it
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and okay he's sliding his feet guarding guys on the perimeter he's challenging shots at the rim coming over from the weak side he's getting in fights with grace and allen much to the
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> much
1: to the enjoyment of the las vegas crowd <laughs> he, he is he's doing a lot of a lot of promising things in, in ways that I, i'm sure nba teams were wondering whether he could do because that's a challenge for him he's just not going to be able to be the same guy he was in college and he's showing in summer league the beginning signs of of being able to adapt to have a Need to play in the NBA.
0: You wrote about this. It, it starts with his mentality. It starts with understanding, being self-aware because it's, it's not common to have a player, um, come out of college, have a successful year, be a first-round draft pick, and then say, you know what? I'm not going to succeed doing the things that I've been doing. Uh, I need to change. And that level of self-awareness is what allows him to, sit, to look around and say, okay, I, I need to do X, Y, Z, and and I have to focus on that. The kid has the best attitude I've seen on a player in a very, very long time. It's, it's kind of refreshing, actually, that he is he knows what he needs to do, he knows what he needs to be, and then who knows what his ce- ceiling will ultimately be, uh, how great, if he becomes great, he can become, but the reason why I think that he can come in and contribute is the attitude, the willingness to say, what does coach need me to do? I'm going to go do it.
1: But he also needs to be capable of it, right? And of course. On that end, like he's moved his feet really well to stay in front of perimeter players. He's taking advantage when he gets the right matchup down low. Like He's not totally avoiding post-ups. It's just they're more selective now than they used to be in the past. When he gets a good matchup, he's punishing guys down low a lot. And he's had a lot of nice passes. He led the break today and threw an alley-oop. The Celtics' summer league team is good at throwing alley-oops, by the way. isn't that wild? They are basically (laughs) all just throwing perfect alley-oops. Taco Fall had two in a row, um, caught two in a row. One from Waters, one from Javante Green. Graham Williams threw a perfect alley oop to Robert Williams. Like they're just they're just diamond lobs everywhere. And last year's Celtics were just would the just worst. throw them into the into the stands. Absolute worst. So, so it, it's been weird. It, it, that might have been their lone goal of this offseason, just to we're compile not... guys who could throw alley oops.
0: <laughs> and just be I get a picture of the whiteboard in Danny Ainge's office. It's just alley oops in big block letters <laughs> circled five times. God damn it. <laughs> Can somebody throw a lob? That's it. We're getting Tremont Waters. Who by the he, way? We, he can pass, man. He can pass.
1: He he can he can definitely pass. Let's let's save him for the next segment, John. Boom.
0: Ooh, how about that? Why don't we take a break? We'll come back and we'll talk about Tremont Waters and Carson Edwards. Uh we'll be right back on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Let the Locked On NBA Network of Podcasts take care of your NBA bubble scouting reports. Hollinger and Duncan, rejecting the screen, the Locked On NBA Podcast. Subscribe to the best trio of NBA podcasts on the
2: planet, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Boston Celtics are so good at throwing alley-oops. Jay and I executed a podcast alley-oop pretty pretty well there.
1: It's I did throw that one up perfectly. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, that was that was nice. Uh Tremont Waters is uh just I like the how Brad described him like it, he's savvy and the game seems to just come naturally to him. The only question now is can he do this at the NBA level being his size? And we've seen some guys do it. and We've seen some guys struggle with it. Uh, But, man, watching him play, he's just, he knows how to change speeds. He knows how to get guys off balance, the stop and go, uh, hesitations. Uh, He can get himself a shot when he wants to get a shot and he knows how to draw defenders and throw like throw those lobs. He threw the off the backboard lob. He threw a lob today to Robert Williams when three guys were in the half court when three guys were coming at him and he threw the perfect lob. And then on the break, he threw uh, a nice little bounce pass to Robert Williams to finish. I mean, the kid, the kid just has really good point guard skills.
1: Yeah, the, the instinct package is all there. And he, he, he just has a great, great way just of, of knowing what pace to be at at all times. It never seems like he's out of control. It never seems like he's going full speed. And yet he still gets by people. He just, the one play when Bruno Cabaclo switched onto him and it didn't seem like he, put a huge burst, but he kind of opened his hips one way, went the other way, and just left Caboclo behind him, went up for a lefty layup, and it was just an easy, easy bucket. Like, just cooked him with ease, like nonchalant cooking. And that's that's kind of how Waters has done it. He's, he's thrown great alley-oops. He's been really good in transition, made great decisions. When he gets in the pick-and-roll, he just kind of knows how to get someone on his back and get where he needs to go and deliver passes in traffic um i think scott morrison said this early in summer league like there have been a few times when he's gotten loose with the ball and tried to (laughs) do some things that were kind of not too too intelligent but (laughs) most of the time yeah (laughs) but most of the time he's just the game seems to be in his control and he's done a good job defensively too like Tremont Water, he's He's been really really good for the Celtics during the summer League so far
0: yeah I mean it's it's wild to see I mean I can't answer the question that that is the most obvious question of can he do it at the next level well uh, he can do it at this level which is impressive like it's it's really impressive uh, but as I always say you know summer League success doesn't necessarily translate. Uh, but he hasn't had much summer league failure, which is is the thing that you're watching for. So we'll see how he'll translate to the next level. He's going to get that two way contract. So the Celtics at least have, you know, for a guy they picked at 51 to get him that two way contract. Now that's I, I think they they're obviously impressed enough to give him that little extra bit of a look. And and we'll see. He'll he'll get some he'll get some minutes in some games where maybe some guys rest or maybe some guys are banged up and he'll get a chance. So we'll see what he does. Carson Edwards is probably going to get a guaranteed contract because he's out there just getting buckets. Dude is a bucket. And it's a, another guy who's impressive in that he can, he, he's pulling up from anywhere. He's He's got the confidence in his shot. Uh, he uses his ability to shoot to set up his drives and get to the rim. He had a few ambitious attempts at the rim. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and, that,
1: and that was one of his issues in college. Actually, um, he hasn't done it much in summer league, but but a couple of the times today, he tried to throw up some spinning BS and missed everything by
0: miles. Yeah. So, but that's if, if that's something you can get into control, like. Uh, I think Kara uh, Lawson said it uh, in an interview. I think she she uh, Tom Westerholm, my partner at MassLive.com, uh, got got her one-on-one to talk about Carson. She basically said, "I'd rather rein somebody in than try to coax something out of them." So you have a guy in Edwards that, okay, he gets he gets like this. Okay, fine. Just dial it back. Just have him dial back that thing and. He'll learn, eventually. You hope that, okay. In this situation, you don't throw up that bullshit. Just keep dribbling all the way through. Reset the play and and get a good shot. But uh, I've been impressed with his ability to shoot, his confidence, uh, and just you know that mentality of hey, if if it's not going for me, I'm just going to keep on doing it. Uh, and it's not been overly selfish. I mean, he's obviously a scorer. He's obviously got that scorer's mentality, but. He'll pass and he'll 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 make. Most of the time, he'll make the right play. So, uh, uh, a,
1: a few things stand, about, stand out about his summer. One, just the shooting versatility. Like today, he pulled up from thirty for a three. Yep. He had a catch and shoot in the corner where someone was closing out really hard, and he just had a sliver of time to shoot it. Quick release, splash. Yep. He had another That's one play. Grant
0: really loved. Right. Thought
1: yeah, that he and then he had, he had another play, curled around a screen, set his feet instantly, always on balance, boom, splashed it. So just he can hit every shot, whether it's off the bounce, off screens, spot ups, like the versatility is there. The other thing, he's definitely not a point guard, like
0: yeah.
1: not at all. <laughs> he's, he's definitely a scorer, but I think that could work well with the Celtics roster. Because there are going to be times when Marcus Smart can run point guard. And there are going to be times when Gordon Hayward can run point guard. And Carson Edwards, I think, should fit really well next to those guys when they're handling point guard. I think if he's playing with Kemba Walker, that would be pretty small. But maybe you could get away with it for a little while. Um, But I do think because of some of the sizable ball handlers the Celtics have, he could be a good fit next to those guys.
0: Yeah, and I really do think that he's going to get a chance to to make some of those contributions. Uh, he's earned that next step, and I think he's earned that guaranteed contract. I think there's definitely room for him to figure it out, and maybe maybe it still involves a, a fair amount of time with the red claws. But I think it, it definitely uh, he's definitely been impressive. And uh, you're right. I think, I think there is room for him uh, to fit w- within these uh, within this roster. When we come back, we'll have to discuss Taco Fall because everybody's clamoring for a lot more Taco Fall. And Robert
1: Fall. Williams, too. Don't forget about him.
0: I'm not going to forget about him. It's Taco. They had
1: 16 and 16.
0: It's Taco. It's Rob. And we'll talk about the Celtics waving Yabu because that happened. Uh, And that'll be how we wrap up the show when we come back on the Locked On Celtics podcast. jay the people demand taco fall talk they demand taco fall in writing they demand taco Hall fall in person <laughs> he has become the absolute sensation of summer league i mean just unreal how how much of a phenomenon he has become and obviously I mean obviously you get it he's seven foot six seven seven in shoes uh he's you know he does all those cool things um I'm I'm still not sure how the Celtics proceed with with taco let's roll in the yabu kind of discussion here because they did cut Yabu now I don't know that they cut him specifically for taco fall they don't have to sign taco fall just yet because he is already signed. I think people need to understand he is under contract and will be going to the Celtics training camp. Uh, from there, they'll have the summer and they'll have training camp to make their decision. So there's no need to do this now. Uh, but it's it's interesting. He, he's he's kind of put the Celtics in an interesting position because I, I can see the argument. I can see the argument for him.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see the argument, too. The argument against it would be they already have a bunch of centers. None of them are great, but he's not either. Um, and he, he's been really interesting in summer league. He's been really interesting. He was really interesting in college. Like, you watched Central Florida against Duke, and he kind of blew up Duke's offense a little bit, and Duke ended up winning anyway, but Taco Falls, like, He's a problem for teams. Um, but when you watch him today, like he had trouble with Bruno Caboclo, who was a super long dude. And so I do wonder, like, how will he handle like a lot of the NBA centers? Obviously, he'll still have a size advantage, but it's not going to be nearly as easy as, as it has been sometimes in summer league as it was sometimes in college. Obviously, there's the quickness. Disadvantage, uh, that teams would try to scheme for. So he's not like a, obviously a perfect prospect, but he's super intriguing and he does do things that like just nobody can do. There are times they just throw it over the top and he dunks it while standing on his feet. So he's interesting. He's definitely a phenomenon. I don't know how much of an impact he'll ever make in the NBA, but Definitely interested in him as a prospect.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I had this conversation with Tom, where what's his, what's he going to be in the NBA? What's the best possible finish for him? Something that, like Boban? That's exactly what I brought up. Like it's it's a very Boban type of kind of trajectory. And okay, Boban is you know he may he can be a problem from time to time, and he has games from time to time where you just don't know how to handle him and he, he makes an impact. That's I think the best that taco fall could hope for. I don't know. I, I really don't know that he it's worth the roster spot to find out. You know what I mean? Like I, I can see if they say, look, we love trim waters. They could always in training camp say, okay, we, we think that, Trey is is actually capable of this. Uh, we've seen in preseason games that he can do this at the next level. We're going to convert his two-way to a guaranteed deal, and we'll give Taco a two-way and then do it that way. I mean, that that's a possible ending. And then, you know, you, you get a little bit more of an extended look. You can try him out in different situations. You have a little bit of that um, flexibility there. I also and I hate to say this on a night like this where everybody's gushing over him if the Celtics decided that they weren't going to they said, you know what, this has been fun, but we don't see the long-term prospects. Like I, I don't think it's it's the the greatest loss in the world. Like Taco will go make money playing basketball somewhere. I you know, if the Celtics have other plans for that 15th roster spot, I I can see a very strong argument for Finding a different path. So,
1: who knows? One dude, one dude who is on the roster, Robert Williams. Yes, he who is had a really good game today, and probably his best game, easily since joining the Celtics.
0: I mean, well, <laughs> in, <laughs>
1: I guess in, in any form, <laughs> uh, I can't remember when he had a better game. Like the one he played, I guess when he blocked Anthony Davis was interesting but 16.16 rebounds four assists what's neat to me about this summer league experience is the Celtics seem to be kind of empowering Robert Williams and maybe this is just my own thing I haven't asked anybody if it's an intentional thing but they seem to be really pumping him up and getting him to embrace being vocal And being a quarterback of the defense and trying to be like that like linebacker type orchestrating type person, like they really want him to buy into that. And it seems like he's enjoying that aspect of it. He's talked about it basically every time he addresses the media. And then the other thing that they really want him to embrace is his passing. And he he's said it a few times, he's like, I love passing. I'm a great passer. (laughs) And so that passing that playmaking, he he is pretty good at it. Like he throws some really good passes. Sometimes I think he needs to get more careful with the basketball at times. Um, He can be a little careless, but a lot of the time, like he delivers really nice passes. And so those are two things you can tell have been focuses from the Celtics. And I think those are two things he's really beginning to embrace. If he, if he hadn't embraced it before.
0: The thing that I, i really interested about is he has said multiple times that he gets into his own head and um, it's that's something that may explain why the Celtics are so encouraging and pumping him up to, trying to get him to kind of come out of that shell and not like doubt or whatever um, because I, I've, that's the, one of the first things I asked him about is was about his passing. Um, and he loves to pass. He says he loves to pass. Celtics have used him a lot in the high post because that's you know you want a rim runner to be at the high post, running dribble handoffs, pick and rolls, uh, get him turning and and running to the rim and s- collapsing the defense. Like you have to you have to account for a guy like that. I mean geez, he almost knocked himself out on the rim. Twice dunking. Like, he gets up. So you have to account for him rolling down the middle of the lane. You can't just... You can't forget about him. And from there, like, he can... If if he's able to pass out of those positions, then that's that's big, because if he's going to be a focus of the defense and he can now say, all right, I can get the ball in the middle of the lane and be comfortable looking for somebody else. Like if if he gets a pass in the middle of the lane and the defense collapses, and he can turn and whip it uh, to a guy in the corner for an open three. Then all of a sudden Robert Williams becomes a, a big time problem beyond the dunks, beyond the, the gravity of him being in the lane. If he can now turn that into setting up his teammates, that adds a dimension to Robert Williams game that, is it just makes him basically twice as dangerous uh not that he's ready to do that yet but i'm i'm happy to see that he has improved over the course of this week and that he's felt more comfortable over the course of this week um and i think that this kind of plays into my thought process of you got to get this kid to the the red claws and you gotta get him out there for thirty minutes a game. And you gotta get him out there doing this more and more often so he can feel comfortable and feel confident and, and throw those passes and, and make those plays. So when it comes up to Boston that he he has that muscle memory and that confidence to do it.
1: Good points. Good points. Now let's now let's go enjoy Las Vegas,
0: man. <laughs> uh Okay, sure. no thoughts on Yabu being waived? I guess not. (laughs) All right, I'll wrap it up. I don't know what happened to Jay. I think Jay actually just left. So I'll wrap it up and say thank you all for listening. And uh, if you are not a subscriber, please subscribe wherever podcasts exist. We're everywhere. Google Play. Uh, I know there's been issues with Google. So they're, they're working on those. Uh, Apple, uh, everywhere podcasts are, Himalaya, or you can tell your smart speaker to uh, play podcast Lockdown Celtics. I think Jay is actually in an elevator leaving his hotel so he can go enjoy Vegas. So we'll leave it there as well. Thanks for listening. This has been the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.